poppin' congregation. It's your girl, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. And we're back with another installment of the show, Scam Goddess, the show all about robbery, cons, frauds, criminals, and all those who perform acts of crime. We love to see it, for the most part. Today we have two, not one, but two. Come on, we getting a, a, a bargain here. I scam two people at once onto the show. They are writers and they are podcasters. One is a hilarious comedian and the other is an editor-in-chief in the online publication, Bitches. I know you, I know you've seen something from Bitches because they are constantly going viral. And I love Bitches. Together they host their show, Not Another True Crime Podcast. Congregation, please welcome Danny Murphy and Sarah Levine to the show. Yes, Sarah, any relation to Adam? Go. Ooh. That is my scam is I tell people <laughs> who don't know a lot of Jews that Adam is my cousin. Yes. It, sometimes it works. Cousin is far enough away that really people can't check. No one can yeah. find all my cousins. I have a lot of cousins. <laughs> no one knows Adam Levine's life either. Like I could, you could tell me anything about him. I'd be like, I'm probably believe it. Right. I would too. That's actually very true. Adam right. Levine is everywhere and nowhere at the same time. <laughs> is he a criminal? Adam, let Ooh. us know. Maroon 5, what y'all doing over there? Theft? Mm. <laughs> if anybody could be a celebrity criminal, it's definitely Adam Levine, because we're never checking for his personal business. No, I'm not even looking for his music, so I'm not looking for the things he does incorrectly in the world. <laughs> True, but this is what I will say, because we can do the Maroon 5 shade, but I would say Maroon 5 is the Nickelback of our generation, Ooh. where Ooh. we're all like, this is so ghetto, like, we should not be listening to them, but then we're also like, Lord, the photograph. Kind of makes me laugh. I, I feel like, like I, it, my eyes get so red. Why do I know the whole song? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen Maroon Five twice, so I really can't even throw anything Danny, at them. Because, how did you try to act all bougie? Like you hadn't seen Maroon Five when you were out there. <laughs> Wake up call. I mean, it really got me. The old stuff. I cry every time. I cry at everything though, so it's I not. Feel like we much. all have cried to Sunday morning at some point. Yes. Like if you if you say you have in your line. Shout out to Maroon Five for having the monopoly on rom com music. Like yes. <laughs> you weren't listening, you weren't having a rom com if you didn't have a Maroon Five moment, especially for a party montage. Come on now, <laughs> they were the best. So I have to ask you both individually. We'll start with, actually, I'll let you guys volunteer, whoever would like to start. But we always ask on this podcast, our guests, like, what is your relationship with scams? Do you like them? Do you hate them? Have you ever run any? Have you had some run on you? It could be anything. This is a judgment-free space, except for when the congregation decides to judge me. Oh. But that's okay. Okay. <laughs> as long as they're just judging you, that's okay. Yeah. Um, no, they judge him. Okay. <laughs> I respect and support scams when nobody gets hurt with them. Same. And I consider that if a rich person loses some of their money, but they're still rich, they're fine. So I think that is completely okay. And that was the scam I pulled. I pulled a scam where everybody kind of won. Okay. Um, and it was distribution of wealth? <laughs> well, <laughs> distribution of uh, nice concert tickets. Because I went to see JoJo, uh, who yes. is kind of my... I love her. I love her. I love that she was singing songs like a grown woman. Like, get out. She's in a high school. So I'm like, get out, get out, get out of where since your locker. Where is he gonna leave from? Y'all don't live together. But I was still singing it. I was she like, wrote get songs out. about divorce in second grade. She really made me learn a lot about the world. Yeah. And uh because but it was a standing room only venue. Uh, I think like Gramercy something in New York. And I was like, me and my friend, we maybe like pre-gamed a little too hard. And we were like, Love we're not going to stand in the back. We we know JoJo more than everybody else. We're the oldest people there. No clue if we know they're not. I did lie to security and said I worked for E! News. Oh. 
Yes. And that I was covering the event and I needed a better seat and I needed to be upstairs in the VIP. So they <laughs> were like, "Can do we have credentials? And I was like, I don't have time to show you credentials. I came here from LA just to film this. Can you help me get up? And they let me in. And we did also get drunk enough to record people um, giving shout outs to E! News and JoJo that are still on my phone to just uh, oh, prove the time. Oh my God, can you please send those? T- I would love to post those on the podcast. Like whatever you feel like is oh. safe. If you I- feel like it is, because that is amazing. And I love this, Danny, because one, you do look like you should be hosting E! News. Like it's Thank giving you. E! And you. you gave them, like, a part of scams is, um, I told y'all, if you ever feel like you don't belong in a place, just walk in and treat it like it's the most ghetto shit you've ever seen in your life. Like, if you just treat things like, ew, I can't even believe I'm in here. Like, wow, this is so hood. Please don't touch me. If you're just like, please get out of my way. I'm very busy. I flew all the way over here on an aeroplane move. And they were like, yes, Mr. Important, who doesn't have time to... <laughs> That, I could have said I'm Cat Sadler. They don't know who Cat Sadler is a security, so I could have just done that. It was perfect. And it was a time I, of my life. And I still love JoJo and E to this day. Yes. A lot of scams are just confident. Scammers are yes. very confident people. And sometimes we all have to scam, especially in entertainment, to get where we're going. Because that confidence... I didn't start booking commercials until I didn't need to book commercials anymore in my career. Like, mm. I, I got, to, I, I remember I went to my last commercial audition and I was so fucking tired of that shit. They treat you like you're a piece of meat and they, they arrange you by looks and race and it'll be like, okay, this is the black family. You get over there, you with the black family and then y'all the Latina family. And I would always see my friend Kimia at commercial auditions for black people and she's Persian. And so we always say that she's black and, and she gets so mad about it. But then when I saw her at the audition, they put her with the black family. I was like, look at you. In here, being black again. But the last one I went to, I was like, okay, this is so ghetto. Look, I only have 15 minutes on my meter, so can y'all see me right now? Because I have to go. And they were like, her. She's the one. We love her. She hates it here, and we need her. Like, it's naked. (laughs) It it really is naked. Yes, because you have to just be like, you're welcome for being here. Mm -hmm. And then people just bow to you. Because that's how every cult starts. People are like, you should be happy that I'm talking to you. And they're like, oh, my God, thank you so much. But Connie's a wild dude, but my presence is a present. Kiss my ass. That energy. Perfect. Take it everywhere you go. I, I've scammed my way into some parties. The first time I held Emmys, I was um at an Emmy party and I walked in and I was like, I just need to go back and use the bathroom. And the guy just let us. And we was dressed cute, but I was wearing a plastic white dress. If I can find that photo, I'll post it too. I'm like, an Emmy party in a plastic white dress? They let me in? Very ghetto. <laughs> and then somebody gave me their Emmys and I have photos of me holding two Emmys like, ah, I was oh. not supposed to be there at all. This is when I first but- moved to LA. That's but amazing. Oh my! But I feel like that's what you have to do. I, that's what all I know about LA is that you just have to break into parties and have a fun time. Yep. And act like <laughs> it's very ghetto there. Just like, uh, coup de tray. Uh, coup de tray. I can't even say it. Coup de tray. <laughs> coup de tray. Ew. Pedestrian. Pedantic. So, Sarah, same question. Oh my God. I mean, I wish I had this confidence. I think I'm going to like do some deep thinking when we're done with the podcast because... <laughs> I'm always suspicious of scams because I'm very gullible. And when I graduated college, I thought I wanted to like write for TV or just, I don't know, work in film production. So I started just applying to like random LA internships 
And I got this email from some guy like purporting to be some famous director, but like, of course, it was from a burner email. It was you know, riddled famous with typos. Send out direct hire, like they hire right. directly. Like Judd <laughs> Apatow's definitely emailing people like, "Do you want to be my assistant?" Right. No, he assistant uses spelled yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you want to work with me and Leslie, man? This on Indeed.com. <laughs> oh, exactly. So I sent this to my parents, being like, "Oh my god, look at this!" And they were like. This is a check kiting scam. Like, do not, oh. do not get involved. What with did this. it like, say in the message that you received? Oh, I don't, I don't remember. But it was like, oh, we need someone to handle some like confidential business or transactions or something. And my dad is like, so what they're going to do is they're going to send you a check for like a thousand dollars, and then they're going to say, oh, we sent you too much money. You have to send us back like two hundred dollars. And then the check will clear at first, but then you're going to be out that money once it bounces. And I was like, oh, okay. Wait, what's your daddy's name? Ira. Ira. I fucks with Ira. I also love that name. <laughs> he knows. He and knows. he's a lawyer, a right? Name. So he knows everything. Yeah. Yes, he he knows. <laughs> Ira, Ira ain't new to this. He's true to this. He knew the whole scheme. Yes. yes. I love that for you. And I love that you were smart enough when something felt wrong to ask a friend or your father or someone that you trust, because that's part of the reason that people get scammed is one, your desperation level is higher. You you need a job, right? You, you're trying to get in this industry, right? And, and that goes for every single scam. And so sometimes we act quickly and we don't consult anyone. And if we had, we probably would have known, like... If more people talked about the fact that they've had online relationships with somebody that they've never oh. seen their face or had a mm. phone call with and all of a sudden they're in the hospital and they need money for the surgery and the doctor won't do the surgery until they get the cash. <laughs> if you said that to someone else out loud, <laughs> they would tell you that sounds crazy. That's what, because I feel like that happens so much because my mom and all of her friends are kind of like golden girlsing and like so many of them are trying to date and do the online dating and they'll be like, no, my man is so nice. He has like a farm somewhere. He just needs me to give him $2,000 to like restore the Wi-Fi so we can have a FaceTime. And I was like, that is not going to happen, mom. And she what has to let them all know. What kind of amazing Wi-Fi is that? Like, I, I, I need know. to get that network, the speeds. <laughs> <laughs> Your shit running at the speed of light. You guys just Facebook made those Wi-Fi. Now. Yeah, <laughs> it's Facebook <laughs> dating. Let's bring it all down. Yes. And, that's, and if you don't have anyone that... If maybe if you don't have time or if you're in a moment where you don't want to share something, I would even recommend reading stuff out loud. If you read something out loud, you can hear it back to yourself and hear how crazy it sounds. <laughs> that is a good lesson, but also sometimes a hard lesson to do. Because if you reread a text message or something like that, you're like, who am I? <laughs> who is the I person don't, I've become? I don't send, if I'm in a spicy conversation or if I feel some type of way mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe it's late at night or maybe I don't want to call anybody or disturb them or whatever. If I'm typing something and I know I'm coming from an emotional place, I read it out loud. And then I'm like, this is a lot. Okay. No, 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 no. I will kill everything you love. No, I should definitely not say that. That's a crime. Mm -mm. Implicated. And like I always tell y'all, don't say nothing that you don't want repeated in a text message. You got to call people. Call them. Plausible deniability. I never said that. Who said that? Who? <laughs> I just use emojis. I don't text. Right. Don't don't put your mess in writing. Ever. Okay. <laughs> So let's get into our first segment here. What's hot in fraud? This is where we warn our listeners about popping scams and the zeitgeist. And more often than not, we get a letter from you all. And I've been loving the letters. Guys, as always, snitch all your friends and Ooh. family at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure your scam is retired because we don't want to what? Yes, 
fuck up your bag. Amen. Now, I need a fake name for this person. We don't care about gender here. It's made up. Katrina is popping into my head. Katrina. Okay, I like Katrina. Why Why Katrina? Um, Because that was a girl I went to middle school with who did a lot of scams, and I just feel like I don't talk to her anymore. <laughs> but a good way to pay homage to her. She's like you- upcharging you for the candy that they sell. <laughs> like- well, she was like a peer leader and just stole stuff. So, I mean, like, good for her. Oh, honestly, that's how you knew somebody had a future in crime. Whoever was the kid at the school who stole candy out of their backpack and hot chips and whatever else. Like, how are you trying to be an entrepreneur at school? Think about that. Because school... <laughs> Is a place, and this is why I'm a heavy advocate for lunches should be free for all children at school because school is basically like a towing scam. Like, as a kid, it is illegal for you not to go to school. So how when I go to school, I got to pay for anything We y'all holding me hostage and my mama going to go to jail if I don't go to school? That is so real. And so this scammer was like, oh, hey, everybody's locked in here all day, can't leave, otherwise they might go to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Food is limited. Options are few. I'm going to sell this, you know, dollar store food at a upcharge. Up yeah. Upcharge. <laughs> like, that's how you know you have a potential criminal on your hands. If they're oh, like, without hmm, a doubt. Oh, yeah. People can't go nowhere. They can't leave. <laughs> 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 and I love this. All right. So, Katrina. Mm. Katrina says, I'm actually going to read the top of this, Katrina, because you're getting sassy with me. And I love it. Katrina says, hey, Lacey, blah, 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 love the show, etc. I know you won't read it, but I'm a red shirt wearing member of the congregation from the start. And I love the show so much. Okay, you better be an original. You better be a deacon. You better have your white gloves on, counting the money after service. Don't steal too much. So, okay, here's what happened to me. I just found out about two days ago and actually said to myself, among the stress, I need to write Lacey about this. And the way that y'all... <laughs> You're there in time of need. I was going to say, the therapist, yeah. like, she needs to know. But sometimes people will write to me as this happened, and they're like, I'm in the closet right now. And they're like, typing this... <laughs> It's it's problem like, first. I hope they're not voice memoing. They're like, I'm held captive. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I'm being kidnapped. <laughs> let me tell you. What? Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to call the police after this, but let me tell you. <laughs> I'm in the trunk of a car. A few years ago, a friend of mine started working at a local plumbing HVAC company, and I, of course, started using them for my needs. <laughs> oh, your plumbing needs? In a then rented house. I called them out for many issues over three years and they always did top-notch work and my invoices were really reasonable. My friend said he helped me out with his friends and family discount and I paid the balance on his credit card for his rewards. Okay. Uh, Y'all were, y'all. Katrina's losing me now. She's scaring me. (laughs) But reciprocity though, Katrina, I love that. It was like, (laughs) I scammed with them, they scammed with me. We were doing great. I told him that it was totally fine and would spend some of his reward points on restaurant cards and would take me out to dinner every now and then in return for me always inviting him over for dinner, but he'd always cancel at the last minute. Now, I'm confusing, uh, Katrina. What is this? What did you just say to me? Because that doesn't make no sense. No. I'm going to read this so, she's again. She's dating the plumber? Like, that's what, is that what's happening? So... My friend said he helped me out with his friends and family discount and paid the balance on his credit card for his rewards. 
I told him that was totally fine and he would spend some of the reward points on restaurant cards and would take me out to dinner every now and then. And in return for me always inviting him over for dinner, Oh, and it turned for me always inviting him over for dinner, oh. but he would cancel at the last minute. So I got it. I got it, guys. Woo! The way you wrote this, Katrina. There's a Com- lot of back and forth. There's like two exchanges going on, I feel so like. So what's going on is, Katrina got this plumbing service that she fucked with. Her friend mm-hmm. worked at the plumbing HVAC service. Every time she hit him up, he gives her a discount, but he tells the service, oh, she paying full price. Then he skims off the top. That coin, and he pays off his credit card bill so he could get some rewards. And he was like, I'm going to help you out since you you calling the company. Like, I'm going to get you some rewards as well by giving you dinner. Is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I was here. like, did she just scam her way into a relationship? Because I support I, right. that. I do, I do feel like there is a part of Katrina who's mad for a lot of reasons. I don't even know how this ends, but that she brought up to tell you he kept on canceling at the last minute her home cooking. Right. Meal. So she needs to, I hope she's addressing that. I don't Curious. Know. Every time yeah. you want to go to Outback, we we eat shrimp on the Barbie. But when I'm saying let's get intimate, he was like, who? Yeah. Hello? New phone. Why could Trina use her air fryer? Right. I have an air fryer in the box that I should have stole. <laughs> They're so refreshing. Because I was, I did self-checkout and... So I put it in my cart and then self-checkout, like an air fryer is expensive. So they have the little, Target has the little thing around it, like the little thing that goes off like an alarm if you try to cut it mm-hmm. or something. And so I put it in my cart. I paid for the bitch. I walked out the store. Nothing happened, right? I got home. I cut that thing off because I was like, why is this here? And it started beeping. I had to like stomp on it in my stilettos. And I was like, bitch, I could have just stole this. Like, why did I even buy it? Regrets. <laughs> <laughs> so I would just send him the money via PayPal to cover the invoices so I would have receipts on receipts. Plus, I had the invoices printed out and saved in my home maintenance folder. I sent my friend his, this money in good faith that he had taken care of my invoices for the business that he worked for. So he was like, send me the invoices for the spot and I'm going to take that money and I'm going to use my friends and family discount. And then I'm going to keep the other coins to pay down what sounds like absorbent credit card debt. Katrina, were you dating this man? What's going on? I think we're not, I think she needs. I feel like there is something like that going on. I feel like you're not getting enough out of this scam. I feel like you should be getting more. Well, also because how frequently does she need the plumbing service too? Katrina, what are you eating? Why is your toilet all fucked up all the time? And also, maybe that's why everyone cancels on her dinner plans because they're like Katrina. I don't know what right. you're putting in me, you're like but out it's coming out in hours. a lot of ways. Yeah. Katrina, do you have IBS? You can be honest. That's okay. Okay, I stand with you. I know people with IBS, okay? <laughs> no, it might have just been shitty plumbing. Look, Katrina, you an OG congregation member. You know these are just jokes, okay? Don't don't hurt me. Oh, yes. And also, <laughs> Katrina, I have a... My stomach is very sensitive, and my plumbing is shitty, too. And I don't get a discount <laughs> with any plumbing. So she's better than me right now. So... Katrina says, he was let go recently for reasons unknown to me. I haven't mm. asked him out of respect, and he hasn't offered the info. Just to, well, I mean, But is it unknown? Because we know he's scamming the HVAC. Yeah. I feel like that's why. I'm pretty sure the HVAC company doesn't want its, like, workers going out and getting paid directly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> imagine if you had somebody, like, come do your cable or something, and you're like, okay, well... Uh, I need to pay. I'll do it online. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. Actually, you can just cash out me. And then <laughs> I'm going to send it to AT&T and them. Yeah, no, that's how we do it. 
Like what? Yeah. It's COVID protocol. Yeah. And how it works out now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just too dangerous for y'all to be paying on the website right now. So the website's actually down. Don't check. (laughs) (laughs) So just a few days ago, I had a major service scheduled. Katrina, what? Uh, She's out of the game. Move. <laughs> she needs to get rent back. Talk about who's scamming her. Her landlord is. Wait, I'm like, you'll pay. Well, did she own the building? I gotta go back up, Katrina, and understand how the hell we got here. Um, yeah, it says local plumbing, and of course, I started using them for my needs in my then rented house. So is she renting a house, or is someone? Or is she renting it to someone? Oh, that would make sense. That would make sense. That would be, and like, because then also if it's like an Airbnb thing, maybe a lot of people just go there and mess Yeah, maybe people are just flushing like hella tampons and cocaine down her toilet all the time. And she's like, because this just seems like too much maintenance. <laughs> and I know houses are a lot of maintenance. I know a lot of homeowners are going to clap back and be like, I'm like, I'm a millennial, sweetie. I've never heard of a home. <laughs> I wish I could know. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to know. A mortgage? What? Mythical. I'm in a studio looking at my toilet and kitchen and bathroom and bedroom right now. So I don't even know anything. Yeah. <laughs> So you really don't want a plumbing issue then. It'll be everywhere at once. I can't eat Katrina's food. I can't. No, I'm sorry, girl. We can microwave lean cuisines together. Yeah, I don't know. But we don't need the toilet in the the bedroom. We don't need that, okay? I don't understand. It's gotten so bad in the housing market for millennials that people are starting to lobby for rent to be written off just like mortgages. Because they're like, well, bitch, if you're not going to give us a house, then we should at least be able to write off our rent like a mortgage. And we should. It's a scam. How are you going to punish me for not owning property? Ghetto. (laughs) (laughs) Extremely. Just a few days ago, she had the major service scheduled. A major service. Oh, okay. Explosion has happened. <laughs> I got a call an hour after they were going to arrive saying I actually owe an outstanding balance of $677. And they had an emergency call and will have to reschedule me after I settle the outstanding debt. So they said, we have another phone call and they actually be paying their bills. So we're going to have to service them first because you don't be paying your bills. <laughs> I was flabbergasted. Okay, Katrina, give us some some diction. After investigating for a whole day, I found out my friend had faked the invoices and pocketed $677 from me and the business he worked for. Then he had the audacity to ask me for money to help after he was fired. And I sent this man $30 for groceries that I didn't have to help out a friend in good faith, not knowing he had scammed me for years. The business had worked with me and they agreed to honor the payments when I provided the fake invoices and my payment receipts. Now, I'm honestly not sure what to do or how to feel. Do I take him to court for the money or do I just accept that I got played but the work was done anyway and the business can deal with it I feel betrayed and hurt but also really do deeply care about my friend and even though he did this I'm so torn with this oh he said please call me Horatio if you end up talking about this uh, Horatio you put that at the wrong part of the letter oh man it should have been at the top your name is Katrina no, yeah. <laughs> I'll acknowledge it though so you know it's you but it's you know it's you should, Horatio, when you structure your next scam letter, put that at the top. <laughs> put that but, with the blah blahs. <laughs> yeah, blah blah blahs. Call me Horatio. Come on now. You know I do not read this stuff beforehand. Have you not figured that out yet? I go on vibes, and I like your vibes, Katrina slash Horatio. Um, that's your last name, Katrina Horatio. We'll give you a full name. Love that. So, what are your thoughts here? Like, should Katrina Horatio deal with this friend? 
My feeling is that Katrina Horatio had some more feelings with this friend. And with everything being settled, the work being done, taking them to court would almost in a way just be like bringing up feelings and a way to see them. And I think like you're not going to get anything from it because expecting them to be like, you're not going to get an apology. You're already getting your money back. Your plumbing will be good for until you need your plumbing again. I don't think it's worth it. Sarah, what do you think? Because I have thoughts, but I want you to go first. I'm just, I can't, this seems like such a bad scam. You're scamming your friend out of a couple hundred dollars over many years. I just feel like there are other ways to get $600 over the course of a few years. I feel like, I'm going to, I'm going to go into scam land here. Katrina Horatio, baby, listen close. Put your earphone deeper in your ear. Lean next to your radio. Uh, however you listen to this, bring that JBL speaker right up to your face. <laughs> Baby, this man was never your friend. Every time you made plans, he would cancel. He never wanted to come to dinner. He was taking money from you. And so you didn't get suspicious. He gave you a few things like some fancy dinners on his card for rewards points. But I would argue that this man has made fake friendships with a lot of people and used this service to steal their money. I hope you heard that. This this is feeling like a class action lawsuit now. I'm like, let's get everybody together. I think that was loud and clear. (laughs) And I also think you need to have... Patreon bonus episodes where you just give like <laughs> when someone calls you drunk like should I go over to their apartment right now not even a scam and you have to ASMR reality to them ASMRR <laughs> this person only texts you very late at night and they never hold a conversation and it always ends on your text they don't <laughs> like you they ask you for money and they never offer to pay it back the sex is bad and you know that but you just like the attention and the roller coaster of the relationship they're hot and cold because when they're busy with other people that they care about, they forget about you. <laughs> oh, okay. You look right I, at I me with that. I needed to hear this a couple of years ago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I be having to whisper this shit to myself. I have a tweet that's like low-key going viral right now where I was like, oh yeah, I quit dating. I was like, oh my God, dating? I was like, you have to work to look oh. for love and it's unpaid? The absolute ghetto. Zero out of ten. Would not recommend. There's no tax refund for it. No. Nothing. My time is expensive. And so are y'all's time. And I was like, (laughs) even my free time, I could just be alone. I was like, this is so ghetto. You telling me I gotta just go out on lots of dates? Shout out to all the people in relationships because a lot of times when people have weddings, I think there's a cynicism that kind of develops, maybe in millennial culture, maybe not, but I'm millennial, so I'm not punching down on this. I'm just saying, like, we were all kind of like, marriage is a scam. It's like, we're in love. Let's get the government involved. What's going on? Why? Um, But, you know, when people have a wedding, people get a little crazy. It's their big moment. It's their big day. For people who don't work in entertainment and stuff, it's like the moment that every eye is on them. They're the star. You know, it's a big party celebrating their love. And I feel like sometimes people are like, this is so weird. Like, okay, you marry somebody. Like, that's not an achievement. Fuck that. I used to think back in the day, I was like, getting married, like getting an MRS out of college, like that's not winning. Like I'm trying to like move mountains and accomplish it in business. Oh no, honey, if you can find somebody, (laughs) if you can find somebody, y'all both agree to get the government involved. 
and your love. That's a hard work. That means you went on hella dates. You probably dated some people, found out that they were married. You probably <laughs> dated some people, found out that they were weird. You know, maybe you had to run from somebody who looks sketchy, like they might chop you up and put you in their freezer. Like, you have been through it to find love because it is work, especially now. Bitch, you want me to download Whoa. an app for love? Then the app be like, well, for $4.99, you could probably find love faster. Bitch, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why is there fast pass? This isn't Disney. And I don't even like Disney. And I don't like dating. So I'm just going to be here alone. Not the fast pass for love. <laughs> Wait, okay. The Lifetime movie. The Lifetime movie. Fast pass for love. That's really what it is. I would watch it. That's a, that's a Lifetime title right there. Danny, write the movie. Okay, I mean, I'm on Lifetime it. Lifetime will buy it. They buy anything. They say, you oh. got content, girl? Come on. <laughs> what are you calling it? We suggest murdering mom. <laughs> we like to get to the point at Lifetime. And it's just her jogging with a bottle of wine. And they're like, no, she's every woman. Right. Look, Lifetime is not creative with their titles. Like, I just saw everything everywhere all at once. And honestly, I'm going to sue because that movie destroyed me. I came in thinking, I was like, oh, it's Kill Bill. Oh, it's Joy Luck Club. Oh, it's Inception. Oh, it's killing me. And like, it was beautiful. <laughs> Michelle Yo, run, run her things because goddamn, so good. So good. But that title, you don't know what you're walking into, but Lifetime's like a daughter's demise. It's like, I know the daughter gonna get demised. (laughs) (laughs) I know what's gonna happen. Oh yeah, there is no, the spoiler alert, it's a spoiler alert network where they're like, yeah, like like an undergraduate dead. I'm like, okay, got it. We'll see what happens. Oh, this girl's going to school. What will happen next? Right, but they're like, don't you want to see how she going down? I'm like, I do. I actually do. (laughs) And I sit there with my peanut butter stuffed pretzels and it's so good. I was like, I will be tuning in. I will be putting that on. Well, guys, we are taking a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. And we'll be right back with my favorite part of the show, Historic Hoodwinks. Scams! Cons! And we are back. And it's time for Historic Hoodwinks. This is where I will regale Sarah and Danny with a famous con caper group of criminals we don't know yet. Y'all know I'll be along for the ride. And some people think that's irresponsible. But like I say, and I haven't said in a while, I'm not a journalist. (laughs) 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 The show is a scam. (laughs) The only negative reviews that I get, which guys, Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review. I will count that as your Black activism for the day. Uh, (laughs) But people will be like, she talks, they go on tangents so much, and they're always laughing at their own jokes, and I hate it. Where's the story? And I'm like, I try to do an equal balance of mess and story. Yeah, this isn't the White House Correspondents Dinner. Like, if they want, like, what is going on here? (laughs) But you know, the true crime girlies, they're used to, like, Sarah Koenig talking in a very affable way. That's true. You know? So here we go. So, I feel like our, the scam of our podcast is that it actually just is another true crime podcast, but we put the knot in front <laughs> of it just to yeah. be like, we're yeah, original. Sarah, see, that's the scam that you're running. Yes. Not another true crime podcast. Come over here for something different. And then you get in and you're like, it's the same, but it's still really good because we're the hosts. <laughs> that's how you got to get them. That was really smart. Yes. And we have Jorge at the end, which is great. (laughs) Yes. I created this podcast because I had shopped around a comedy podcast about current events. And they were like, we have too many of those. And girl, you're not famous at the time. And I was like, okay, what about scams? But also, (laughs) it's a comedy podcast. And I'm just breaking the fourth wall. But that's my scam to you all. But God bless. And now you're both. Now you have this podcast. It's amazing. And you're famous. And everyone who turned you down, I hope they're listening. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, I was about to drop a name. I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> oh, That'll be on your ASMR Patreon. <laughs> right. So today we're talking about the multi-talented athlete Elizabeth Sweeney. Proudly made it to the Olympics in 2018, um, the Winter Games. But in order to get there, she didn't do a single trick. Hmm. How do you do that? That's- that's a goal of mine. Wow. This she, white woman is giving winter, though. She, she does look very REI. Like, she looks like mm-hmm. all the... Yes, like, very much She looks of that. very North Face, if North Face was a person. What are those boots? Or, like, like what is... She's wearing Uggs, too, which is what I would wear if I went to the Olympics, I feel like. They're almost yes. Uggs. They're what? North Face Uggs. I don't even know. Are they... Oh, they're North Face. Like, it's like, oh, girl, you want to wear leggings and Ugg boots, but it's called North Face Uggs. <laughs> <laughs> she got a to Jersey. God bless. <laughs> yes, I'm into it. I don't know. She's giving Winter Olympics. She's like giving it. the fashion of Winter Olympics. I know. I would go like Montclair, like some little like cuter. Uh, the only reason I ever want to ski is so I can just like buy a whole Montclair ski suit and like oh. take pictures in the snow and then go into the cabin and have hot cocoa and never ski. That is my dream. Actually, I would ski a little bit. Maybe I'd do a bunny slope. I'm just not trying to die by a tree. Like, I just And I know I would be the person who would die doing any of that. So that's why I don't do it. Because they'd be like, oh, he tried. And I'll be like a lesson of people not being adventurous. So, (laughs) Sarah, do you do winter sports? Have you ever? Oh, no. There's way too many celebrities who've died in skiing accidents. And they know what they're doing, I assume. So I just want to dress up like a real housewife of Salt Lake City and just do the upray <laughs> ski, but not the ski. Just a Jin Shaw moment. That's yes, it. Oh. that's my scam. Is you guys think I could ski? Sarah's like in a full ski outfit with the skis, <laughs> like doing a whoosh pose on the slopes. And then she's like, all right, let's pack it up. We got the shot. All right. I'm like, go. I'll blur the background so it looks like I'm and moving. It, make it look like I'm moving. <laughs> Y'all get the fan out. Get that wind blower, that leaf blower. Blow that in my face. <laughs> Fabulous. All set. We did it, Joe. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> So Elizabeth, I'm just going to call her Elizabeth Sweeney. Oh, I don't want to mess up her last name. We put some respect on your name as a scammer. But Elizabeth Sweeney was born in 1984 in Oakland, California. Her journey to the Olympics first began when she was seven. And she was inspired by Christy Yamaguchi, gold-winning performance at the uh, 1992 game. So she saw Christy Yamaguchi, which Christy Yamaguchi... Isn't she a figure skater? Yes, <laughs> and I knew her. She was very famous. Yeah, she was a celebrity. Yes. Like, yes, she was out of because I'm not a big sport Olympic person, and I knew her name. Same. I'm yeah. not watching the girls on the ice dance. No. You know, even though it's very impressive. Because when I get on skates, I'm like, oh, I'm upright. How long can I do this for? <laughs> it's very embarrassing to be adult and go ice skating because oh. like, if you fall as an adult, it's just very. It's very so sad, and I feel like yeah. that's why I don't watch it. Because I usually, whenever I watch something, I tell myself because I'm delusional and a narcissist. I'm like, I could do that. The Olympics is something <laughs> I can't do that with, so I can't. I I let them just have their moments. I feel like maybe I could do curling. Ooh, or the, is that the one that's a... Uh... Yeah, with the, like little scoop. Yeah, I've given hand jobs. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> so a few years later, Elizabeth's mother took her to a lunch that was hosted by Christy Yamaguchi, a chance for her to meet her in person. I know that's right. Elizabeth said it was there that Christy told her she'd need to devote many, many hours of practice to skating if she hoped to become an Olympian. And she tried. Because she was okay. like, you better get off your ass and work, bitch. So many people don't want to work. So, Christy Yamaguchi gave her the speech. And she was like, okay, bet. As she grew older, she fell in love with other winter sports, including ice hockey and skeleton. 
a sliding sport in which a person rides a small sled known as a skeleton bobsled down a frozen track while lying face down head first. I thought that was like illusion. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> terrifying. Wait, that is truly. That's just college what? when you have lunch plates. Like this, what? This is like me doing like the shavasana and yoga. Like <laughs> what's happening? Yo, we low-key did do this. I went to college in Pittsburgh and we would get like laundry baskets and we would like ride them down the slope. But I just feel like this seems dangerous. Who decided that you were going to lay on a very thin piece of slick board and then ride like this unprotected? This is right. I do not know the mannequin challenge was an Olympic sport. Because <laughs> that's what she's just, just fully standing still. This just looks intentionally dangerous. I don't think people need to compete at this. No. Because there's, what is this? I'm sure whoever, if anybody listening, they know. I don't know what it seems more of a game of chance than a game of skill almost. Right. And I know I'm wrong just because it scares me. It scares me. I know me. you have to be more aerodynamic. So I can see that she's squeezing her thighs together and giving us like a yoga pose. She's also pose. wearing like converse wedges, <laughs> <laughs> which is not seeing regulation. Yeah. Are you going to a Fergie music video after this? I'm confused. <laughs> Why? And this is, see, I don't want to careen into anything like this head first. Oh, no. my God. No. And if you fly off of it? Oh, wow. We'll put the picture up because y'all need to see this. Like, she's, <laughs> and she's not even on the snow. This is, like, in the living room and carpet. She's just, like, posing on this board. Okay. <laughs> it's like Next Olivia Jade's rowing pictures. Like, she's just on a skateboard. Right. Like, what? But when her middle school teacher suggested she try rowing, she fell in love with it. So I think that our, our girl Elizabeth was like, I'm going to be an athlete of some sort. I'm going to the Olympics, hell or high water. What, Good for what her. Shot put? What, what, what else y'all got? <laughs> oh, it's competitive walking. That's one of them, which I always think is so impressive. Ribbon twirling. What can I do? <laughs> Let me in. In college, she went on to become the coxswain the steerman of the boat for a highly ranked University of California men's crew team. Okay. Being the only girl on a boys team was not new to Elizabeth, who had played Little League and all boys soccer as a child. She also went on to train in archery, gymnastics, oh. piano, flute, and cheerleading. Okay, so she was like, look, I'm an athlete. I don't know which what's going to work, but I'm going to be athletic. She's really throwing everything all, to yeah. the wall. <laughs> I feel like in entertainment, we kind of do that. We're like, oh, okay, I'll try this. I'll audition for that. You know, I used to host an in-app game show that was like, um, what was that show that was hosted out of New York that was a quiz H- HQ show. trivia? Yes. So I was on the bootleg scam version of that from China <laughs> called Beat the Cute. <laughs> and I came into the studio and it was live and I was on the teleprompter reading these questions. And one time I had choked on some air. <laughs> and then I was choking and it was live, so I couldn't stop. And so the comments are flying up and like, get her some milk. Get her some milk. milk. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yo, she's gonna die in front of us. Ha ha. I was like, yo, I hate the internet. <laughs> no, people are like doing just fire emojis. They're like, no, this is my downfall. <laughs> That's how bullet we were. We couldn't even get a technical difficulties moment. They were like, but you need to unchoke yourself. Like, handle yourself. We need to get through this. <laughs> <laughs> that was your archery moment of this girl. Yes. <laughs> You're like, you just follow, which one is going right. to pay me? That's just, let me do whatever get, pays me, please. Exactly. She was like, oh, the girls don't get famous from archery? Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what do the girls get famous? Okay, dance, like skating, dancing. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. So over many years, she auditioned unsuccessfully to be a cheerleader for the Utah Jazz, Oakland Raiders, and LA Clippers. Okay, you were traveling for these auditions. These are wow. all in California, but you are definitely in your car racking up mileage. Yes. Yeah. And also cheerleading just came out of nowhere. She just jumped into that. All right. It's a very athletic sport, and it's an extremely dangerous sport. 
Uh, I obviously was a cheerleader in this. So I'm like, it's a very... <laughs> <laughs> oh. One of my friends who was on JV cheerleading for two years talks about it like they served. Like they came back, they're just like, it was, it's different back then. I was like, okay, you, I, I, I respect you and I believe you. <laughs> I don't even know how I got on varsity cheerleading because I could not tumble. Ooh. I could do the splits, but that's frowned upon in cheerleading. And I guess it's like a sexual looking thing. Yeah. yeah, they didn't want no splits. Bring it yeah. online to us then, because I thought that was yeah. all that. <laughs> That's like the elite move. Wait, do you get to cheer your name? What was your cheer? What was my cheer? And I know you remember it. <laughs> I don't know if I... Oh, I do remember one. We're the Liberty Red Hawks. Our team is red hot. Our team is red hot. R-E-D red, H-O-T hot. Once we start, we can't be stopped red hot. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> See, uh, I, the varsity came out. I saw you in full varsity there. <laughs> Listen, I know how to make my like wrists, make them straight. Cinnamon rolls. You can't bend them. I can't really do it in frame, but you can't bend them. Yeah, no. So, okay, girl, you was out here trying to get it. Although, when you're a cheerleader on a professional team, you're basically just a dancer. They're not really doing, like, here we go. <laughs> Clip us. <laughs> no, watch. Oh, my God. The halftime is the best. They're, like, doing, like, in air, like, 10 feet off the mm-hmm. ground stuff. And I'm like, how how do bodies work? It, it Yeah. You have to start that when you're so young because you get to a certain point with tumbling. Because I actually tried, I went to a tumbling facility in high school, but I was already old enough that my brain had kicked in on like, bitch, you gonna die. Like, <laughs> and once your brain says, bitch, you gonna die, you can't do no flips. Like, you have to be so relaxed and so comfortable of like, I can do this. It's ground over there. And then you just throw your body back. I was already in mode of like, bitch, you gonna die. I was like, mm. <laughs> And it was like, it's not going to work for me. No. You know? Skiing and cheerleading. Nope, nope, nope. And like the twisties. Like, you know, um, what what's our baddest bitch in gymnastics? Simone Biles. Oh. She has stepped away for a minute because she said she started getting the twisties. And when you get that, like, where you're like flipping this shit and you're like, oh, bitch, I'm going to die. Like, you can't tumble. You will get injured. Because that's the worst. You can't, when your head is upside down, you can't be like, am I going to land? <laughs> that can't be when you're like, oh, that's what I think every pilot is doing because I'm afraid of flying when they're like, you're in my head, oh. Danny. Are oh we the God. same person? I was about to say, if you're a pilot and you in the sky, and you're like, how are we going to get down? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're above clouds. Where's the grass? I'm just like, no, 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 no. No, if you're at 35,000 feet, you're like, bitch, we can't leave. Like, that's, you got to stop flying planes. <laughs> it's exactly that. So Elizabeth said, if I'm going to do something, I want to learn how to do it well. I might not become the best in the world at it, but I'll learn how people who are doing it are getting good. Okay, girl. I like that. I support that. At 19, she mounted a a campaign for a governor of California race, ultimately won by Arnold Schwarzenegger. She ran for governor? She was like, okay, sports isn't panning out. Let me do a quick pivot into politics. (laughs) Oh my gosh, she did it. When you see that the Terminator is running for president, anything does seem possible. I would be like, well, bitch, me too then, goddamn. <laughs> you telling me the I'll be back? You telling me the I'll be back man is running? Me too. Like, you're not even going to start with city council. You're just going straight for the whole head of the state. Can I say, she looks political. I would vote for her over Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think. I honestly. would vote for her for, like, student government. This article says 19-year-old Berkeley student joins race for governor. I don't know. Elizabeth, she's tenacious. And in politics, politics, are, it's a ripe industry for scams. Like, every election is bought. If you don't have enough coins, you can't win. It's just a fact. 
You know? And so I don't know. Elizabeth. Because that's one of the things that's so scary about American government. And a lot of governments, when you run for office, you have to raise money for allegedly political ads and like travel so that you can talk to the everyday plumber Joe and and put your lips on his baby, which I don't know why we were doing that. And like, you got a fresh ass baby. Why are you having this stranger kiss it? What's going on? But like... You know, it's a scam because it's like, yeah, we need money for our race, our election. And I hate those emails. Even yeah. though, oh, and then also because uh, that's the thing. Then they sell, They like, my phone number has been sold so many times by so many because I'm just getting things. Have you moved on? I'm like, what am I moving on to right now? I'm so good. I'm like 900 text messages that I did not give my number to. So they they make profit in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. And they call it, um, what's it called when you, so there's block walking, phone banking. So oh, I yeah. phone banked before. I phone banked for Obama because I wasn't old enough to vote for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such a young little baby. <laughs> no. But, so I wanted to help though because it's like first black president. So I was calling people cold in Texas and like, how do we get their numbers? Like, what, what's going on? <laughs> I'm like, hey, you at dinner? Let's talk about Barack Obama. And they'd be like, mm. I'm like, hello? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Papa, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had one guy who was like, my dog is Republican. I said, all right, then. What about your, your cat? Would you care about that? I'm trying to negotiate. So to get the signatures that she needed to get her name on the ballot, she stood in front of a gym with the logic that people would be in a better mood and more likely to engage with her after a workout. That's true. You do be on a high. Yeah, you say, okay, Elle Woods. Truly. Yes. She knows endorphins make you happy. Sarah, that's exactly who she is. She's Elle Woods. <laughs> she even received her grad degree from Harvard studying real estate. This person is just a genius and doesn't know where to throw the energy. She's like, I don't know. I do this. I do that. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah she could have just had a life coach and like, who knows where she'd be today. I think life coaching is a scam, but in her case, I'm like, somebody really needs to coach her life. She needs like an EXO playboard. Go left, go right. This is a lesson, like parents should tell their kids no sometimes, where it's like, I want to be like a governor and a real estate agent and a, and a skier and a chill, but you got to pick one and you got to say no. I don't know if you have to pick one. That's true. I mean, I guess she is. She's been thriving doing all this. Who could be a multi-hyphenate? I don't know if she's thrived yet. She hasn't quite <laughs> won anything. She auditioned like to be a cheerleader. <laughs> Didn't get that. And, and she went all across the state. So she, like, tried everybody. And then she went to Boston now. She's over in she's, Cambridge trying to have right. a new life. She tried to go to the Olympics. They were like, no, girl. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> like, she tried to be the governor. And they were like... What? So, I don't know. I think if we had social media, I think if TikTok existed at the time that she ran for governor, she might have won. Oh, without a doubt. If she got on there and started doing some little dances and the young girls pulled up and grassrooted her, <laughs> I don't know. You were ahead of your time, Elizabeth. But during it all, she was driven by the singular goal of making it to the Olympics no matter what. Now... Can the governor compete in the Olympics? That seems like not... Like, I'm like, somewhere along the way you got lost in your goal. Eye <laughs> on the prize. She was like, if I'm the governor, I can put myself into the Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) Got to play the long game. She's thinking smarter. Yeah, she's going it. (laughs) Elizabeth first attempted to qualify for the Olympics under Venezuela, her mother's country, at age 33. Instead of special... 33? That's too old for the Olympics, baby. I was going to (laughs) say Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) No. Like, you had to knock off, like, 20 years. It's some dreams you do have to give up at a certain age because your knees have given up on you. Like, <laughs> that's not even ages. It's just like, 
Your knees don't match your needs and you have to move on with that. No, exactly. That's a beautiful phrase. Your knees don't match your needs. Okay. My second lifetime movie. That's, that's my new live, laugh, love poster. <laughs> that's the live, laugh, love poster. For sure. That's the one that's in like, uh, what's the store like that? Like Cray and Barrett. What's the store for like women who have decided that they are going to furnish their homes a oh, home Real goods? Cute. Yes, that's the store I was thinking of. <laughs> that's a home goods slogan. Yes. That's oh my god! Well, you're in my head, Danny. Jeez. I feel you when I see you. Yes, <laughs> and I also see home goods too much because <laughs> I am that woman. <laughs> right, I am too. I mean, like, look at this bowl, twenty six dollars. I'll take that and I'll put lemons in it because that's classy. And it will yeah. solve all my problems. It'll solve all my problems. Yeah, I'm fine now. <laughs> oh yeah, no, things were bad before. I was definitely depressed, but yeah. now I got a bowl of lemons, so I don't know what y'all talking about. I'm classy. <laughs> so instead of specializing in one sport, she threw herself into training for different Olympic sports. She's in the fucking Olympic training like she had the goddamn casino. She's like, put put it on red, put it on black. Give me 24, 29, 12, 3, and 4. What? You have to focus on one sport. Do you not listen to Christy Ramaguchi? Well, you know what, Christy? Your advice was vague. You told her to work that, really hard. You didn't say work at one thing. That's actually, okay, you know what? That's fair. Be more specific when you give goals to seven-year-olds. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she threw herself training for all these Olympic sports with the goal of making it to the 2014 Soki Games in Russia. According to Elizabeth, I live my life by Olympic cycles. Okay. So oh. you only live in every four years, baby? Yeah, that's way to She's like a also, cicada. Yeah. Also, we, we all know. <laughs> I, we're getting to the scam here, but I think that it's very smart that you were trying to scam the Winter Olympics because those are definitely the ugly stepchild of the Olympics. Yes. Like, we're not watching all that shit. No. You know, we're not watching lugin and curling. <laughs> we're not watching skiing. No. We like... The Winter Olympics we're are not. just like... I like, like... I like beach volleyball. It's like if one of your siblings is really, really famous... And then, like, okay, so one of your siblings is Alec Baldwin. We're not going to discuss who he is as a person. But then (laughs) one of your other siblings is one of the other Baldwin brothers that we're like, don't know their names. We're like the other Baldwin brothers. We're like, y'all the Winter Olympics. (laughs) That is very, yeah. And you're like, no, you both are great. We both know you exist, but one is getting talked about. You both do the same thing athletically, but one is better to look at. Oh, that's so sad. Uh, So in 2016, she changed flags and pledged allegiance to her grandparents' country of Hungary, hoping to make it as the first ever freestyle skier to represent it in the Olympics. So then she was like, okay, I'm not good enough for America. There's too many athletes over here, too much talent. She was like, I got to go to a smaller market. I got to be a big fish in a in a, in a kiddie pool. <laughs> Hungry. <laughs> I do love her entire brand is not having allegiance to anything but herself. And that I do commend. When she was going to be a cheerleader, she's like, I don't care who I'm rooting for because I'm rooting for me. And just for this, she's like, I don't care what flag I'm waving so long as I am waving it. She doesn't care what sport she does. No. So she's like, as long as I get to wear the cute snow pants and the boots, just, yeah, sure, I can ski now. She runs Sarah, on North Face. Sarah, I feel like she's just as committed to you to the vibe. She was like, right. oh, no, we'll get the photos off. We're going to flick it up. <laughs> Kendra's here. I'll do the opera ski with her. <laughs> 
Determined to move forward, Elizabeth began plotting to get into the 2018 Beijing Winter Olympics. She stood a particular good chance of making it in halfpipe skiing because it was known for its danger and lack of female participants. So now she's <laughs> even taking it up at night. She was like, halfpipe skiing. I have no experience. It's also very dangerous and women do not do it. That means there's an opening. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, she would do Squid Game oh if it meant God. she could compete in something. She's oh, like, <laughs> Elizabeth would definitely do Squid Game. She's like, sign me up. <laughs> how much? How much won is it in, in USD? I don't even care. <laughs> she, she's like, she's like, keep the money. I'm in it for the love of the game. Yeah, she's like, there's uniforms. There's a photo yeah. op. We're doing Red it. Red light, green light, bet. I can stop with the best stuff, a bitch. <laughs> she's killing her. Yeah, she got it. Yeah. So four-time winner X Games gold medalist Sarah Burke had died after a crash on the same half-pipe course Elizabeth began to train on in Park City, Utah. And I said that earlier when we were looking at that Luigi laydown thing. I'm like, this just seems dangerous for the sake of danger. And as much as I like to see people do amazing feats in sports, sometimes I am like, why? This oh. just seems like bad yeah and then it always brings you down when like it ends up what happens at a major game when they have to get taken out on a stretcher or walked out i'm like oh my god yeah just just some people live for that it's very brutish it gives like old school rome like like fist fights to the death energy like people do like to see violence and they also like to see carnage you know, that's why NASCAR, when them cars crash, everybody be like, it's lit. Or hockey, when they start beating each other up, they be like, have fun. Like, <laughs> okay, the hockey one is fun also because it's air conditioned inside there. So that's a sport I do go to see because I, <laughs> <laughs> I can You're eat just a press there for the amenities. <laughs> oh, I love hockey. They have the best root beer. What? Uh, like, it's not what is there. <laughs> I'm like, who, what team are you rooting for? Me and Elizabeth, we don't know. We're here just to chill. <laughs> just vibes. Yeah. The, to see the Zamboni, shout out to Jamie Loftus, <laughs> who loves Zambonis and has a Zamboni tattoo. Oh, whoa. Honestly, if you've never listened to Jamie Loftus' podcast, and this is a free plug, I just love her. If you like funny and elevated humor that's not as ratchet as mine, you will love her. And also, you'll learn a fuck tongue. She's got into Mensa, did a whole podcast about it. She's a fucking genius. Um, I love her. Oh, I love that. So look up Jamie Loftus and get into her shit and figure out why she got a Zamboni tattoo because it is hilarious. <laughs> That's what I, I need insults on. <laughs> I love it. She loves Zambonis. <laughs> it's that simple. Okay. I mean, good to know. <laughs> it's that simple, but it's so complex. Sometimes people invite her places to ride the Zamboni. <laughs> <laughs> you know what she did? She's the Elizabeth of Zambonis because nobody else was as passionate about Zambonis. <laughs> And she cornered the market. And Elizabeth was like, oh, somebody died on this ski slope? Nobody want to do it? I'm a corner the market. Uh, it can all be so simple, but Elizabeth would rather make it hard, yeah. I have a banana. Okay, Laura Hill. Ooh, I don't even think she owned them songs no more. Lord Jesus. <laughs> I think about that all the time when I pay my taxes. I be hurt and paying my taxes, but I was like, I don't want to go to Lauren Hill jail. I got to no. just pay my taxes. Yeah. Y'all don't want to see me doing Scam Goddess Live showing up five hours late. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to make money back for the government. We don't want that. Three hours in, the carpet goes down that you'll be standing on, and then two hours later, you'll come out and do it. I got scammed by her to see that, and it was great, but still, five hours late. Bro, she just be living on vibes. I was late to this podcast today, and I apologize to y'all. I was like, I'm so sorry I'm showing up late to my own office, but I was was actually doing shit. I feel like Lauren was just like, I really don't want to go. My chakras... (laughs) 
don't want to arrive. And I love like that for her. When you're holding out with your friend to play the game of chicken of like, who's going to cancel the plans first? And she just hoped that everybody in the audience would walk away. She's like, oh, you guys are still here. Fine. Right. She's like, we don't have to do refunds if they just don't wait long enough for me to yes. come. Right. Like That's the second the, the last person leaves, I'll come out and be like, it could all be so simple. Hello? The thing, the thing. Hello? But you had to make it. Nobody's here. All right, pack it up. Put some drums in the next venue. Uber's outside. <laughs> she was like, when it hurts so bad to work. Like, and it do be hurting so bad. It do be hurting so bad to be employed. I won't lie. Oh, Even no, when you do what you real. love, someday I, some days I wake up and I do all my job is doing everything that I love. And sometimes I wake up and I'm like, what am I doing this for? What is the point? Well, just placating my time till I die. Like, what? Because I'm sure sleeping is also something you love and you don't get to do that with all the other stuff. I fucks with sleep, man. Oh. And people are like, sleep when you're dead. And I'm like, I'm going to sleep dead too. <laughs> it's not either or. I, I need to practice sleep. for that. Sleep is fun. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm depressed. I was like, sleep is a good time. Wait, I love that all three of us just kind of disassociated and looked to the side like, oh, it's sad that we're all just happy to sleep. Yep. (laughs) The best part of my day is when it's not existing anymore. Have you ever drawn your blackout curtains and watched the same Netflix or or Hulu animated show that you've seen all the seasons of? And then... Uh, Bob, oh, okay. So I used to be a Family Guy girl when I was mm-hmm. 21, and I was depressed. I think we all, yes. And At I, 21, we all were Family Guy girls. Family that was your Adele was, album. Family Guy was <laughs> hitting me with the one-two punches a little bit too much mm-hmm. of, like, doing crash jokes that were also very dark. Mm-hmm. And so then when Bob's Burgers happened, I was like... I was like, oh, bitch, the band got a new phrase every time. Oh, the yes. sign next door got a new phrase every time. I love What's on the burger board? I be living. It's something to live for. It's a great show. Bob is a queer icon who mm-hmm. kicks it with the trans girls and is not embarrassed to bring them to his daughter birthday party. <laughs> you got me. Love that show. So... <laughs> Though only 24 female half-pipers would be eligible for the 2018 Olympic Games, I just wanted to do a quick recharge because we were on a tangent. Half-pipers, like the half-pipe is a very dangerous thing. Someone had just recently passed away from attempting this at a Olympics. So just we're on the same page. Only 24 people were going to be eligible for the 2018 Games. There were few courses available to train on and a relatively few number of competitors. So one, this is something that's hard to construct, so you can't just go train on it in your hometown. It's not like you can have a gym in Russia. You can have a gym in America where you can practice gymnastics. This is like you have to be in a special climate. You have to have the infrastructure to practice. So that kind of closes the market a bit, accessibility-wise. It's It makes it like an equinox, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it does. Because yeah. I used to be an Equinox member, and honey, those gyms are small. I'm from Texas. We have Lifetime Fitness. It's a it's a water slide. It's a pool. It's, oh. it's several pools. It's a spa. You know, it's you know. I want that. And Equinox, I would go in there. And I was like, y'all only have a wet sauna. Like I don't have a dry sauna. <laughs> Says my hair. This is very racist. <laughs> Yes, but that's in LA, uh, which I'm like, 
LA is also a scam because California is big as fuck. Why are things so small here? It's not like we're in New York where the space is limited. That's whenever any of my friends send me a picture from LA of them at a cute restaurant, I'm like, why is it the size of my apartment when you have like so much land? Yeah, it doesn't make, yeah. You know. No sense. Mm-mm. So <laughs> still Elizabeth was faced with a problem. Now the market's smaller, but she still got a problem. <laughs> Though she was an accomplished athlete who had trained in many sports, she I don't know if she was accomplished. I feel like <laughs> Caitlin. The jury's out. Where are Kaylin, the accomplishments? Kayla's my researcher. Shout out to Kaylin Brandt. But baby, I think you gassing it. Because I, I haven't heard an accomplishment <laughs> yet. Several attempts. Attempts. No And a real estate degree, which is great. But yeah, not, and that's not an Olympic sport. And listen, real estate is what you do when you realize that waiting tables is not going to get you the bag that you want and you want more freedom. Like if you watch Selling Sunset... All them bitches got a story. All them bitches got a neck tattoo or a lower back tattoo. And if you got that tattoo, I know you got a story. If you got tattoos behind your ears, I know you a hustler. Like, and I love it. And they were like, let's get in the house hustling. We just show up cute. And then we show the house and then we get money for a reason. (laughs) Though she was an accomplished athlete who did all these sports. Kaylin, I'm going to let you have accomplished right now because I like Elizabeth. She did not commit herself to a singular sport with the dedication of the fellow Olympians. That's what Sarah is waving her hand so right like, now. We're like, yes, we knew this was her problem from the get-go. Just <laughs> Sarah's like, we peeped it. Yeah. <laughs> she embraced the true meaning of jack of all trades, master of none, which I've recently learned isn't the whole phrase. There are several phrases. I saw a viral tweet and then I Googled it that are like only half of the phrase. Like curiosity killed the cat is not the whole phrase. Because isn't it but satisfaction brought it back or something like that? Yes. Mm -hmm. And we leave that out. And so people would be like, if you look for something, go find something, you're going to be sad. I feel like manipulative people have been like, if you ask about me, you're going to be mad. Like, and then they leave out the part of like, I can now move on from your toxic ass because I know what I needed to know. They're like, don't look into things because then you only go find something. Like, That's so true. Scammers change those phrases. And the full quote of a jack of all trades is, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. Oh. oh. Okay, so Elizabeth is on to something. It Does that is- apply for the Olympics? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. In the Olympics, where you're trying to win against the whole world, I feel like you really do need to, like, Strapped in. narrow it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I will say in life in general, mm-hmm. being a jack-of-all-trades, depending on what you decide to do with your life, can be extremely beneficial because you know a lot of things. And maybe you only know a surface amount of things about a lot of things, but depending on what you're doing, like all I know is a surface amount of things about a lot of things, except for scams, which I've recently realized like I've spent the better part of four years knowing a lot about. I so I used to do like the con on ABC, and I'm going to do it this season. And ah. the first season that I did it, I was like, this is so weird. They brought me on here. This is a scam. Like, I just have a podcast. Like, this is very ghetto, but I'm going to do it. And <laughs> it wasn't ghetto for them. It was ghetto for me because I was like, I don't belong here. Um, and then after that, the next season, I was like, you know what? I kind of do belong here. Yes. Like, yes. You know? But the confidence infusing. 
Yes. There's other things that I know how to do. I can sing. I used to be able to read sheet music. Like, but I would say that I'm not a master of that, but I have enough familiarity with it to sing my own podcast theme song and arrange it with the help of Jordan. Shout out to Jordan, another great producer at Earwolf. But yeah, so it's like, it, if you it's can also, do a lot of little things, you can make a yes. things thing. It's also, I feel like, how every single person now has their career and business is just like being able to have multiple sources of ways to make money or do things. And you don't get like bored or burnt out when you can switch around. Exactly. But in this case, I think you're absolutely right, Danny, that our good sister Elizabeth should not have embraced this phrase. A master of nut, like sweetie. Too many slashes, like skier, slash, cheerleader, Sarah was slash. like the Olympics. I didn't think you should do that in the Olympics. Oh, her LinkedIn must have been two pages long or like at the minimum. <laughs> she had worked everywhere. She had more jobs than a Jamaican. She had more jobs than me. I've had a lot of jobs, a lot of jobs, a lot of random jobs. So she she's out here employed, employed. Uh, also, how, Elizabeth. I need to pull over for one quick second. Elizabeth, baby, while you were making all these attempts at success, who was paying your bills? Mm. This is what I was thinking when she ran for governor. I'm like, so her parents just had too much money because they just kept throwing her into hobby after hobby. And you and said like, that winter before, sports Sarah. are expensive. Sarah, you said that before. You <laughs> said... <laughs> <laughs> that her parents were encouraging her too much that she could do everything. Yes, they're like, we just have too, too much money to burn. So here you go. <laughs> and winter sports are expensive. That's why black people don't play hockey. Like, if if black people play hockey, if black people just threw on some church shoes and got on the ice, we would <laughs> kill it. We would destroy <laughs> hockey like we destroy every other sport. We're athletic as fuck. That is a consequence of doing natural selection to an entire race of people when you bring them to a country to be hardworking slaves. 3.2 million people who created a GDP that started America because at the point of slavery, America was responsible for two-thirds of the world's cotton. And guess who was picking it? The athletic-ass people who survived that ratchet-ass boat ride. Us. So, you know, you brought over the most athletic people. You're trying to act like we got extra muscles and shit. It's like, no, bitch, you just, <laughs> this is what you did. <laughs> we're athletic and smart we're literally the fittest like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you like when you, when you do something weird like that it's like yeah we all gonna be athletes we don't all choose to be athletes but we are all athletes I don't know yeah. to tell you <laughs> oops <laughs> that's the thing about racism it's not very the one thing that I do like about capitalism Oh God! I'm gonna That's gonna be your soundbite for the rest of your. There's always the sound. Here's Is the thing about capitalism. Capitalism and racism, even though people think they go together, inherently they do not, mm. because capitalists are looking to make the most money, and racism limits the amount of black and brown and 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 you know minority people, disabled people, whatever. LGBTQ people into the market. But if you get in the market, you've had to wildly surpass most of your white peers. And you get the job and they're going to keep your ass because you're working harder and smarter. <laughs> and making the money, yeah. <laughs> Women in high powerful positions, like, they can't fuck up. Oh, 
Oh, because even if they don't fuck up, they still get in trouble for something. <laughs> right. They're just trying to dodge being misogynized. <laughs> and, 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 and if you are in the intersection of queerness and womanhood and any other things, you're trying to dodge everything. And you have to be excellent. So it's like, it just doesn't quite work out. <laughs> and all you want to do is ride the goddamn Zamboni. So Elizabeth, our queen, who has no special set of skills. She's no Liam Neeson. She can't chop anybody's snack. She is not taken. She's she's probably tried that too. (laughs) She said, I have a mediocre amount of skills. (laughs) They're all very average. (laughs) Got a lot of them. She got a plan. So how does she get into the damn Olympics? Please tell us, because I've been curious this whole damn episode. The world rankings were based on points that skiers had accumulated in a series of qualifying events in the years leading up to the Olympics. These events occurred all over the world, ranging from California to Colorado to New Zealand and China. Her plan was to travel the world, attend every single qualifying event with fewer than 30 athletes, as one of the qualifications included in finishing in the top 30. So she was like, I'm going to be top 30 because I'm only going to go to places where they got 16 people. <laughs> She's doing like the American Idol if you'd fly somewhere where nobody's auditioning because you yes. can't audition for Idol in New York. You're fucked. But no, if you go there's too many singers there. Yes. My friend did this me? for the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you were going to go. <laughs> yes, they like, they flew her to like North Carolina or some, some qualifier. She only had to eat like Four hot dogs or something. So she and did then she it. And she's up against there. the Japanese guy. And the people who were just like shoveling it in there on Fourth of July, like, all right, I'm gonna have my one hot dog and not throw up later. They're yeah. dipping it in water to get them down, and she's yeah. like, "I'm just, I'm gonna put a little ketchup and mustard yes, on mine." Dainty bites. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little, some y'all, relish. Mm. Can y'all make sure it's hot. Y'all got a chili dog. <laughs> <laughs> she's just eating for the enjoyment. She's like, "I'm still on TV." <laughs> It's a good scam. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I love wow. this for her. I love it. So fun fact, the all these facts have been very fun, but okay. <laughs> fun fact, this rule came from the 1988 Calgary Olympics at which the top ski jumper from the UK, Eddie the Eagle, competed and came in dead last in only ski jumping events. Wow, the International Olympics Committee ruled that you couldn't just be the best in your country and that you had to be competitive on an international level. So he was popping in the UK. Like, like, oh, we love Eddie. He's the eagle. He flies so high. He soars soars (laughs) through the sky. And then he competed against everybody else. And that was like, Eddie, this is very embarrassing. I want to see how little he soared. Like, it's just a little hop. He's just doing hopscotch. Soaring is relative, Danny. Soaring oh. is relative. Okay, High School Musical soar. told me that. You're soaring flying, <laughs> just in Albuquerque. It's possible. Okay. I could jump off one step on my Porsche, and technically I'm soaring for a second. <laughs> but that works because it's a Porsche. I don't know uh, if you can take a hop off a Toyota Camry and it's a soaring. <laughs> I'm not soaring out of my lifts. No, I think you are. You're soaring. You know, that's all I can sing. Disney at the door. Who owns High School Musical? And they're like, shut that shit up. Ashley Tisdale's coming for us. 
She she takes it personal. She shows up <laughs> at everyone's house to collect. She's like, soaring is defined as. <laughs> right. So if she skied a technically flawless routine and didn't fall, she could gain points each time, even if she only did it a few times. With that, she'd outscored more ambitious athletes who attempted more complicated runs but couldn't land their tricks. So she was like, oh, y'all over here flipping this stuff. And I'm just like, Whoa. She's playing on easy mode. I love that. I, that's exactly it. She's like, I'm going to win. She's on easy mode. And why? And a lot of us should really get on easy mode. Yes. Like, why? Like, people take so much pride in, like, working yourself and exhausting yourself. And I can't lie. I'm people. Mm-hmm. And I do too much. And I work too hard. And it's like, why not just do it on easy mode? We all want to go to the same place. The ground. So Why? <laughs> <laughs> By the time the teams were being confirmed, Elizabeth was only a few points away from qualification because she didn't fall. So technically, because she stood upright the whole time and <laughs> she made it. So everybody else doing the zigzag, they're doing the flips, they're doing the jumps. And she was like, doo, 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 doo. she's like us on the bunny doo. hill. Like, <laughs> I just imagine like her having headphones and like, I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> and don't, I feel like she isn't even skiing like, you know how when you ski, you like push the skis down and like that propels the skis forward. I feel like she's walking in the skis like, <laughs> like using the, the the little poles of sticks to like ground herself. Like <laughs> we're still waiting for Elizabeth to finish the race. She's been stabbing at the snow for hours, just walking. <laughs> like she's hiking. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all skiing? She hiking. <laughs> And they all got from A to B, so. Right, we all got to the same place. And I'll give y'all a metaphor real quick so y'all can understand. I know everybody's been in traffic at some point, and there's a car driving slow as hell. And then you're like, get the fuck out in front of me. Like, we in the left lane. Why are you driving so slow? So you swerve out, and you go to another lane. And then y'all arrive at the same red light. And you got there faster, but then they drive up all slow. Like, I conserve my gas, and we at the same place. And I'm like... Ain't this bad a bitch. <laughs> the anger Modern I feel day. when that happens. Oh, yeah. Those people are the Elizabeths of the world. They're like, I'm going to conserve my gas mileage. If we're not on the freeway, honey. I'm driving 30 miles an hour. I don't care what the speed limit is. And then and, and that's the most embarrassing thing. When you do an aggressive traffic mood, because you're like, man, fuck out of here. You drop slow as hell. And then they just pull up next to you like... And they look at you. Hi. That's Elizabeth. Hi. Oh, we in the same place. You just worked harder. <laughs> oh, that hurts. So at the Pyongyang Olympics, Elizabeth completed her runs exactly as she always had. She skied down one side of the pipe, gracefully turned and skied back down the other side until she reached the end. And we got a video of her run. I need to see it. Oh my she God. attempted absolutely no tricks she yes. said i am giving dryness i'm giving tumbleweed i'm giving sahara <laughs> okay okay i'm so excited to see this okay so lizzie's made it to the olympics i know that's I- right <laughs> she's okay she stopped a little bit like you're not supposed to stop she's um okay she- wait oh this my is god this is impressive to me wait is this elizabeth I'm sorry. This is actually very good. <laughs> so she's just going up and down like, wee, wee. This looks fine. I can't do yeah. this. She's relaxing. All right, cut the cameras. <laughs> you know what? Uh-uh. Good for her. 
Uh-uh. Y'all not gonna call Elizabeth a scammer. This bitch is a savant. She said, I could be basic in everything. I can't yes. be a winner in everything, but I can be basic. I thought that she was gonna go down a bunny slope and just be like, wee. She's still going up a she's little a, half pike yeah. and coming down. She's just doing it slow and chill, but that still takes skill. Exactly. It's like when there's all the cupcakes that are way overdone with like five flavors. She just gave the original traditional one and still tastes delicious. And I enjoyed it. Elizabeth is giving vanilla. And don't play with vanilla. Uh Uh-uh. Elizabeth, I'm so sorry they put dirt on your name, sis, because... (laughs) That's like if you're in a singing competition with Whitney Houston and she's singing, I have nothing. And you're like, twinkle, twinkle, little star. I wonder where you are. It worked. Yes. It sound on key to me. <laughs> she can still sing. Y'all, nah, y'all, y'all disrespecting Elizabeth. You, oh, Elizabeth, like you're going in the Hall of Fame with other Elizabeths, like Elizabeth Holmes, Lizzie Holmes, <laughs> who is my turtleneck queen. Um. I, I love you, Liz. I love you. They wrong. They wrong about you. So... She attempted no tricks. They were like, you're not giving us any flair. But she she did her vanilla. Her final score was 30 and 31.4. The worst in Olympic history. Now, okay, I will say you are competing against the world's best athletes. and But she, but she didn't fall. But she got there. She, That's yeah, more you know, than I could say. And you know who's more memorable? Last than seventh. That's true. We're not talking about the seventh best. We're talking about the worst. So, you know. She won some kind of award. Yeah. She made history. Well, Ricky yeah. Bobby, if you're not first, you're last. But we always remember who first and last are, but nobody remembers ninth. No. <laughs> That's true. I, Liz, I, I don't know. I feel like you win it. The next competitor above her was from Denmark, who wiped out but still earned 16 points more because they were like, we're going to give you more points because, sis, at least you tried. Like, our, <laughs> our good sis, Alicia, gave us Nothing. Because Elizabeth couldn't nothing. wipe out if she tried because she wasn't doing anything that could lead to a wipeout. <laughs> she was like, wee. <laughs> it looked and so I, relaxing. Like, it did. Yeah. I kind of want to do it. I was like into it. A commentator for CBS said that she was able to achieve the real American dream, scamming the system to achieve your life goals while doing the absolute bare minimum to get there. Now, y'all can say bare minimum to get there, but she tried a lot of sports before she found the right one. And then she strategized. Honestly, Elizabeth, I hope that you're like a public speaker. I hope that you put Caitlyn Jenner out of the game because you are the number one scammer. Like, And Caitlyn wasn't scamming when she was... Bruce Jenner at the time, even though I I say when you're trans, you're you're always the person that you Mm -hmm. have transitioned to. So I will say... Caitlyn Jenner, at the time that she was competing in male Olympic sports, you know, she was eating up the girls, right? Yeah. So, but Caitlyn's politics and her whole fucking vibe, I hate it. So I'm like, I don't know, Lizzie, you could be the next Olympian speaker because you could tell the girls how to really do it. How to do it no matter what. That's what kind of speaker I want. I don't want people who are like, I was insanely talented and then I did these things like Caitlyn. I want people who are like, I ain't had nothing going on. Let me tell you how you can still have everything. Because <laughs> that's also, because she took the advice that she got, just work hard, and was like, what do I do with that? Because it's like, when like really pretty people tell you, oh my God, just be casual on a first date. I'm like, that doesn't work for me. Elizabeth is going to tell you what you really do to have to get the job done. I agree with you, Danny. That's like when diet companies use very naturally thin people to tell us like, oh, this is what you should be eating. Or like, if you go, ve- if you do this, it's going to, uh, what? 
Like, we all have different bodies and we're born with different body types and not all of us are going to look the same or be the same size. And instead of trying to punish people, that's how diet culture is. It's like, oh. people don't give a fuck about if you're skinny or fat, especially if you fucking. Like, mm. you can people want to have sex. They don't give a fuck about your BMI. But that whole industry is created off of the image that people care about that. And so they're like, you should feel bad if you got fat on your body. And it's like, should I? Yeah, no, because it gives you to the thing where like, that's healthy. When it's like, actually, take that really too thin person that's on your diet to a doctor and they'll be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if you're naturally thin, I don't want to shame people who are naturally thin. But I will say that I've learned a lot as an actress and people, certain people in modeling careers, like, honey, they be sipping on them uh, shit teas that taste like Sprite and then have you on the toilet all day right before the fashion show. You know, you see the girls posting at expensive places with food all over the table like they gonna put it in their mouth. You know, it's an it's a lie. Oh, that's why, like, every, like, like um, feature in a magazine when they're like, I got the cheeseburger for, the, like, there's two paragraphs on the food and it's like, why are we talking about this? <laughs> I always just get suspicious when people take too many pictures of eating food. I'm like, oh. what are you trying to prove? Who are you trying to tell the truth? Exactly. <laughs> like, because also, like, people love cheeseburgers. You don't love cheeseburgers if you're like, oh my God, I love a cheeseburger right now. It's like, you just get one. I'm not, I'm yeah. not proclaiming food I want. I'm on Uber Eats <laughs> getting my burrito bowl coming to my door. And also, everyone out there, you deserve food. Sometimes, yeah. and I do this myself. Like, I'll be like, oh, I haven't earned it today. I didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Earned it. I- that's a scam. You can eat whatever you want if you have the privilege to be ac- you know, have access to food. Like you don't have to work hard to eat. Capitalism is fucking us. Like <laughs> you got food in your house, and you're like, have I worked hard enough to deserve my food that I bought? What? Yeah, you're just staring at it and starving, and you're like, Well, you gonna go to bed sad? You can, but after you eat, just be sad for other things. Yeah, I think everyone should work out and exercise and that's also a myth that plus size people or full figure people do not work out. It's like, baby, yes, they do. I know a lot of healthy plus size people. Mm-hmm. Y'all are, and also the average size, I believe in America is a 14. So what are we doing? Like, who Truly. are we lying to ourselves? Like, <laughs> yes. y'all just not going to make clothes for most of the country because you want them to starve themselves so that they can fit into the clothes that you have. Very ghetto. Like there's even, the reason that size is very so much in the US and I learned this in marketing and also working in retail is because in the U.S. they figured out that because diet culture was so toxic and so poisonous, especially to women um, and people who identify as women, um, they realized that if you have a store like White House Black Market where it like seems fancy, that store is a scam. I work for them. And I'm partially saying this because they wouldn't transfer me when I was moving to New York because I was a bad employee who did not have to have enough outfits and I walked to work and I was a little bit sweaty when I came. So I understand why I wasn't giving the White House Black Market scam, but still, that shit is ghetto. And they tricked women. Like they would have sizes that are traditionally, if you're in a European size, where they stay pretty true to size. In America, they'd be like, oh, this is an eight, but we're going to tell the girls it's a four. <laughs> this is a I, six. I definitely going to tell the girls that. it's a two. And then they're going to buy it because they're like, I've never fit in a size two. Oh, I got to buy this. Sarah, you said you felt victim that where? Oh, when? Oh my God, I'm trying to think. I, I don't even remember where. Maybe like loft or something like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, here we go. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, I'm so skinny in this store. Ooh, yes. I was like, I've never been a zero, but like, I'm going to trust it here for some reason. <laughs> I'm like, I can't 
can't go to those European stores. I, was, I remember I tried on a pair of pants in H&M and that woke me up. I tried on a pair of pants and thought I was like a, a two or, a, or like, you know, European size. And I put the, I couldn't get my goddamn ankle in them pants. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, well, then half the time in H&M, you're either a two or like a 10. It just really depends on what day you go in the store. And so no matter the same way. The mm-hmm. You're overheating because it's just the fluorescent lights on you with the mirror everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's, oh God. It's such a scam. So the media vilified Elizabeth, calling her the oh, worst God. Olympian ever. Okay, that sounds like infamy to me. <laughs> Olympia, <laughs> Elizabeth got what she needed. She Press coverage. <laughs> she was like, I'm last. She comes out. <laughs> She's like, I know I can't stand on the podium for uh, silver, gold, and bronze, but can I stand over here for last? Like, what if I just stand way down here and y'all get a picture of me <laughs> as last? That's an achievement. It is. She worked real hard to be last. I love her. But many of her fellow Olympians supported her. Of course they did. Cassie Sharp won the half-pipe gold. And she said, if you're going to put the time and the effort in to be here, then you deserve to be here as much as I do. I know that's right. Wow. She just did the mental work. Maybe not the physical work, but it's still work. It's exhausting. Mental work is very tiring. (laughs) Also, I couldn't do what she did. Mm -mm. I couldn't even ski, like, on a bunny slope. She was at least going up and down and didn't fall. I can barely book a flight correctly. She did that so many times during all this. So really, she's going above beyond. Right. Points for style. Yes. Uh, style can also be no style. That's what we call, um, what, what do we call that? Um, minimalist. When you're oh, like, mm-hmm. that's a whole scam. They're like, we put nothing in our house because we're minimalist. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, we don't have a bed. We sleep on the floor. It's more grounding. I saw a TikTok that says it makes you more connected to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have white walls and <laughs> no decor. We're minimalist. The men's gold medalist halfpiper David Wise said that he was inspired by her. David was probably like, why am I working so hard? Sis got here and she just was chilling. A few weeks after the games, Elizabeth's newest goal was training for the American Ninja Warrior. And we have a oh. video of her audition. Oh. This is wrapping up that for her. Midwing. Wow. With the Harvard shirt. Giving energy. I, Lizzie, you did the damn thing. She competed in American Ninja Warrior Los Angeles 2018 and wiped out on the first obstacle. No. Today, she claims many titles, including stand-up comedian, actress, <laughs> and Olympian. Honestly, Elizabeth, I will come see your stand-up show because oh. you are hilarious. <laughs> she could just tell stories about her life and I'm on the floor. <laughs> what if I just live my life as a comedian? Like, what if everything I did was a joke? <laughs> She gets game. <laughs> and when you're an Olympian, yeah, they go put you on TV, even if you bad. Yeah. Like, she has credits. Lizzie, <laughs> you achieved what you wanted. You said, I'm going to the Olympics, whether I'm going to be Christy Yamaguchi. Or... She told no lies. Like, I, I, we have to respect. She said, I'm going to be the most basic. That's an achievement. <laughs> to be that the is. most basic. Elizabeth, you're the queen of the basics. And guys, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. We'll be back with the saddest part of the show where I have to let Danny and Sarah go. Cut! And fraud! And we are back. And it's time for the end of the show. This is a long one, y'all. You're welcome. (laughs) Scammer of the week. This is where we highlight a charlatan that we either love or hate. We don't know yet. Today, we're talking about the FDA because the FDA is demanding that Alex Jones stopped advertising questionable dietary supplements as coronavirus treatments and is threatening legal action if he doesn't 
comply. Alex, I don't agree with this. This is a global pandemic that ruined a lot of people's lives and took a lot of people's lives. Why are you trying to tell them that they need to eat shit tea to get rid of Corona? (laughs) we, we, We have CVSs and Walgreens where you can go and get what you need for them. Jones has been telling viewers of his internet broadcast, The Alex Jones Show, that they can use collodial silver products sold on websites to keep COVID away. You know what's wild is Jim Baker also was doing this scam. And I um, tasted colonial silver as a experiment. (laughs) If you drink too much of it, your skin turns blue. Uh, Okay, so that's fine. And that's the first takeaway, not even the fine print. That's no. Just, oh. so then you have to quarantine from COVID because you can't go out. Like Right. You're a Smurf now. You're part of the blue man group. Forever. <laughs> and what's so funny about this is that he probably is a leech on Jim Baker's scam because Jim Baker had a TV mm. show telling people on TV, Christians that followed him to buy the silver solution. And now this person's capitalizing on YouTube. Those videos, the FDA wrote, are misleading and they represent them as safe and or effective for the treatment and prevention of COVID-19, which obviously it's not. In one video he posted, he claimed the Pentagon has come out and documented and Homeland Security has said stuff like this kills the whole SARS and Corona family at point blank range. (laughs) So he's got these little guns in your body like... Right, he's going after the 2A NRA community. Yes. He's like, you ever drink a gun and it shoots all the viruses out of your body? Y'all need to sip gun. Drink AK-47 to get rid of your COVID. What? Someone has tried. Colonial silver is nothing more than a solution that contains tiny particles of silver. There is no scientific basis for Jones or Colonial Silver's enthusiast claims. Jones pushed to sell supplements and merch, followed his filing for bankruptcy after losing defamation lawsuits against his website, InfoWars. Lawyers for the family of Sandy Hook victims sued Jones for falsely claiming the tragedy was a false flag operation. Oh. So this man is a conspiracy theorist. Alex Jones, I don't fuck with you. He's the no. worst. Please jump in the ocean with weights <laughs> on your feet. The only AJ I like is from Ali and AJ, and that is just that. <laughs> my my AJ is AJ Gibson, because that's your best podcast. <laughs> love you. Love you, Emil. But this AJ, no. no it's no, no, it's no, a wrap no. for you. After losing the cases, there are now questions about the validity of the purpose for the bankruptcy. So he, when he was like, I ain't got no money. Like... Bankruptcy, although it is accessible to everyone, it hurts people who don't have money the most. Because a lot of mm. rich people file for bankruptcy and you're like, I ain't got it. <laughs> and they're, they're, like, they're fine. Yeah, truly. Because <laughs> when you're rich, you don't need credit. But with the made-up credit in the 80s, when you are broke, you need it. Mm-hmm. So seven years is bad. Lawyers are now saying he's attempting to force families into settlements rather than proceeding with trials that will determine the amount of damages they are owed by Jones. Mm. He was like, I'll give you you $50 if you shut up. (laughs) You're not going to win in court. I got all the lawyers. I'm on internet TV. (laughs) Take the money. I love that it's called internet TV and not just YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) You got to make it sound bigger than it is. Yeah, just call it YouTube. Anybody can be on YouTube. We gotta be like, I'm on internet TV. I got a channel. He's like, when does it? When does your show go on? Um, it's at 98 percent right now. Almost uploaded. <laughs> yeah, I got a channel. Okay, an internet channel. 
<laughs> I'm like Netflix, but not, but also on the internet. You can find Netflix on the internet. You can also find me. That's true. You but you need Wi-Fi to look at both. So yeah. So it's the same. It's, it's 5G. Yeah. Alex, we don't fuck with you for this. Mm-mm. Not at all. Not at all. No. You're a bad man. Bad in so many ways, too. Yeah, honestly, a menace to society. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth was just trying to help hurt herself. He's trying to hurt everybody around him and beyond. So. And Elizabeth was following the rules. She said, oh, okay, these are the rules. That's true. Yes. She exploited the rules. We love that. Yes. Did I not follow them? Was I not in a funeral procession of the rules? Because <laughs> I believe I was. <laughs> I love it. Guys, that brings us to the end of, oh, truly a remarkable episode, an hour and 30 minutes. Um, Woo! Woo! We're long. And I told them, I was like, oh, we'll be out in an hour. It'll be quick. (laughs) Nope, it wasn't. Um, But very productive. Uh, Sarah, Danny, we always ask, where do you want to be found? And so anything you want people to find online, your address, your PIN number, whatever (laughs) you want people to find, just share that. My Venmo. Yes, listen. (laughs) You can follow me on Instagram at Sarah Lameem and also follow our podcast Instagram. It's just at not another true crime. Yes. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok because that's where things happen now mm-hmm. at Cashmere Danny, Cashmere with a K. And of course, our podcast, Not Another True Crime Podcast, every Monday. And we have the live show June 5th in Brooklyn. We'd love to see you if anybody, I mean, we just have a party every time. It's a great Brooklyn, time. Brooklyn, stand up. I've done the Not Another True Crime Podcast. It was so much fun that I was like, y'all got to come to mine. Like, come over here. Come over here. I had to scam them to get them over here. <laughs> oh, no. That, see, we reverse oh, scammed you. We reverse. We're like, we're going to just get lazy on talk about iCarly, but actually scams. And it's going to be a whole thing. So. <laughs> Damn, y'all got me because I was on a press tour for iCarly. And they were like, Okay, we're going we to yeah, talk about iCarly. Yeah, yeah, Harper. Yeah, things. Um, but <laughs> well, like, anyway. <laughs> we talked about iCarly as much as we talked about Real Houses of New York. So t- TV shows at times. <laughs> Fantastic podcast. Y'all are so entertaining. Oh, you're the best. Really, Thank truly. You. This is amazing. Oh. Guys, as always, snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. Just make sure the scams retire because we don't want to what? Yes, fuck up your bag. If you want to see all the pictures and videos, and I'll try to find the picture of me in a plastic white dress holding Emmys. I know where it is. I'll bring it to you. Yes. D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I Diva Lacey on all platforms if you want to hear see my weird tweets or uh, look at me doing things and then guys season 2 of iCarly is streaming now on Paramount Plus episodes are coming out weekly on Fridays and season 1 is on there too so you can do a little B&G you know uh, if you're an adult get stoned I don't know it's, it's just fun <laughs> for me stoned uh, and season 2 of Life Life Sky Show that is also out other things aren't out now but I will tell you when they are congregation stay scheming this has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming! This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. <laughs> <laughs>